everyone, I'm Victoria Charlton and welcome to my new podcast. Today, I will meet a survivor of a traumatic experience that took place right here in Quebec. For my first episode of this podcast, I received Alice River, an ex-drug addict and an ex-trooper who rebuilt her life completely after the traumatic events that lived 12 years ago. I had a very interesting conversation with her. Good listening. Hi, Alice. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Victoria. Thank you for your invitation. It's a pleasure for me to be here. So your story captivated the population of our province. Some believe your story and others don't. Yes, I know. But today, for the first time in 12 years, I will answer to the questions that everyone has to. So let's start. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Cool. I know that when you were 17 years old, you were a very good student with a certainly a good future. So why did you decide to quit the CEGEP and Brussels to go at Montreal at the time? I was 17 years old and I was tired of having a normal life. I always wanted to discover new things and to be more independent. I was supposed to finish my first year at CEGEP before to quit for Montreal. Uh, in August, but in May for my 18th birthday, I decided to announce my decision to my parents because I was now an adult, but they were very, very, very angry, especially my father. He told me to quit the house right now, so I took my things and I went, and I went to Montreal in the same hour. Oh, I understand your motive to quit for Montreal. But as we know, your life completely changed after your arrival at Montreal. So what really happened there, in Wonderland, as you call it? It's difficult for me to tell everything in details because a lot of imaginable things happened there. But to make a short story, when I arrived in Wonderland, I didn't know where I was. I continued to discover the town, so I met very, very weird people. So I heard a lot about the Red Queen and her castle and at my first day there I tried to enter in the castle but the doorman refused. I start a drug addiction on micro and macro because everyone in Wonderland was taking these two drugs. I also start to prostitute myself to meet the Red Queen. Sometimes I was victim of criminal acts. I've been attacked in the street, I was abused and almost killed. When I finally met the Red Queen, I participated to a huge orgy and I was in a sadomasochist club in the castle, so I saw people being tortured alive. Oh my god, you are a very strong person and I understand why you were not able to come back to Brussels. So why do you finally decide to come back to Brussels? What made you quit the Wonderland? God, I stayed there a couple of months, but each week I was telling to myself that I will leave the next day. But I was not able to leave for a reason that I still don't know today. But in general, I was not in the right place and I leave what I had to leave there and I understand that there's no place like home. I just couldn't stay there and being more traumatized day after day. Also, the Red Queen ordered me to quit and to return to my whole life. 
It was a sign and an obligation for me to leave. Finally, my life, my life was in danger because I had a bullet in my leg and if I didn't go to the hospital, I was going to die. Leaving the Wonderland was the best decision that I did in my life. Wow, I'm happy for you that you made that very good decision. But as we always talk in the interview that you participate, you have a lot of traumas after this event. What were they? Um, my story starts after I decide to take the subway. So now, 12 years later, I, it's still very difficult for me to take the subway. I didn't take the subway for like 8 years. It's my phobia. It's a very weird phobia, I know. But for me, in my case, it totally makes sense. Also, I'm very scared of guns because I was shot in my leg. I still do nightmares about certain events that um, happened in this sadomasochist club where I saw people tortured and having blade in their butts. I saw blood everywhere and dead bodies in my apartment. It's very sad to have a lot of traumas. Despite these traumas, how do you live and feel now 12 years after this traumatic experience? At first, I was very scared and not ready to talk about that, but I don't have any regrets. During the first years after I came back to Brussels, I went in detoxification because of my drug addiction to micro and macro. Since that time, I rebuilt my life completely, even if sometimes I think about what I lived 12 years ago. I have a fiancé, Lux, and a child. I'm now one of the best engineers in Quebec and I run my home firms. I'm blessed and so happy for the person I become today. And I'm grateful to see my normal life continue with the people that I love. Wow, Alice, you are a very inspiring person now. A big thank you, Alice, for accepting my invitation. I hope that everyone will learn more about your story and you. I had a very good afternoon with you, and you are a very strong person, don't forget that. Thank you to you, Victoria, for making me feel comfortable during the podcast, and now, because of you, I have a less weight on my shoulder because I was able to talk about my traumatic experience. My team and I wish you a lot of happiness and success in your future project and in your engineer fire. Thank you everyone to have listened to the Traumatic Events in Quebec podcast. Next week, we will receive Carl Mongo, a man who was almost killed by a criminal group here in Quebec. It was Victoria Charlton, and until next week, keep an eye open. Over and out.